You're listening to Rowan Radio On Demand. Download more podcasts at rowanradio.com. The following program does not represent the views or opinions of the staff or administration of Rowan University or Rowan Radio. 89.7 WGLS-FM. Hey, wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Another day, another dollar! Am I out of my mind? Am I losing my senses? Here's what you might have missed this week on the Early Bird Special. Start doing something stupid and senseless right now! The chit-chat's even more fun than the music sometimes. You guys are great. On Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM. You're listening to the Early Bird Special right here on Rowan Radio with your hosts, Sam and L, And you know... Lots of good movies coming out recently. Uh, we're talking about Ballads of Songbirds and Snakes, uh, which is the new Hunger Games uh, movie that just came out. It's a, it's a prequel to the original series. I haven't seen it yet. Did you see it yet? Yes, I did. I saw it this weekend while I was home with my family for Thanksgiving. And it is 100, it, in my eyes at least, 100% lived up to the hype. Because I feel like everyone I talked to about it going up to go see it was like, it's amazing in terms of the quality, in terms of the storytelling. And I loved it. I ate it up. It, it looks so good. so good. I'm like, I really want to see it. I, I still haven't read the book, though, which I feel like as a very, like, as a, like an original Hunger Games fan is kind of a sin a little bit that I haven't read it. But I know what happens in it. I just, I just haven't gotten around to reading it. But I think I want to read it. I want to try to read it before I see the movie. But I don't, I don't know if that will happen. But... That's it looks fair. really, really good, it and does. it's but it's definitely come with a like resurgence. My entire like any any of my internet pages are all Hunger Games stuff. People talking about it again, like it's like 2013, and the first movie is coming out. Like, I I cannot stress how obsessed with the Hunger Games I was as a young child. Um, yeah, I think I was like 10, 11 when the first movie came out, um, and I went to the midnight premiere of every single movie. I ate I ate those books up i read each of them like a bunch a million times over right and i feel like that was just like the thing for our generation yeah like if you were between the ages of maybe like 12 and 16 17 when the hunger games came Mm -hmm. out you were going to be eating it up like that you were reading the books you were watching all the movies as soon as they came out um how many years was just everybody that you know katniss everdeen for halloween yeah Um, uh me for real was it i was like Two, two, three times was I was Katniss. <laughs> I was obsessed, really. I was obsessed with, like, books in general. I was, like, that was the age where, like, I was reading, like, nonstop. There's, like, a lot of um, really great series that, like, were kind of in the same, like, realm as The Hunger Games. But when I look back, like, I really liked them then. But when I look back, they're kind of bad. Like, they're not, <laughs> they do not live up. To- Hunger Games is, like, peak of, like, the dystopian genre. But then you have all these, like, copycats that, like, like back in the day like i really liked them but like now i look back and i'm like they were so so bad like the divergent series awful so bad like (laughs) it's just like not good at all um and like you watch like the movies awful the books awful (laughs) if i read them today i would hate them and i know i would honestly no because it was like it was like the wannabes the copycats that all followed the hunger games after right. like seeing how successful it was exactly and i think like as like young people we kind of ate it up because it was like oh it's a little similar kind of a little bit like ah, uh, more of my favorite food but like you not realizing like when i look like literally divergent has like no 
no, there's like nothing there. It's like, what if you just put these people into like different little categories? Ha ha, so funny. It's like nothing it has nothing of the meat that the Hunger Games has that makes it so juicy, so good. None of it. I will say about the new Hunger Games movie, it is almost three hours long. That was a tough one for me. Oppenheimer vibe, okay. Yeah, I did not see Oppenheimer, but the sitting in a theater for three hours was quite difficult, I must must admit. I brought my grandma to see it. <laughs> that was interesting. Um, yeah. She was not a fan. She felt like it was too violent, um, <laughs> despite reading all of the books. And So she knew coming in then. Like, that's right, the point. Right. Should have known coming in, but G-Money was not a fan <laughs> of the violence that happened within our three-hour Hunger Games outing. Yeah. Go- yeah, I'm really excited to see it though. So, no. Ho- hopefully soon. I mean, I probably will just wait for it to be on streaming, which I think I do it with a lot of movies nowadays. Just like instead of like, there's only there's very few movies that get me to go to the theaters now. To be honest. Right. Well, I mean, I feel like that's everyone because if you could watch it on a like service you've already paid for, because what a ticket to the movies now is like right. almost twenty bucks. Yeah, and exactly. If you want like a drink or a popcorn, it's like another twenty bucks. Right. So like, it makes sense. Like. Chill in your sweatpants, sit on your couch, get it for not a million hundred dollars. Yeah, control the volume exactly how you want it. Pause when you gotta pee. Like exactly, exactly. It really is like the superior way, which like stings because it's kind of fun to go like. See yeah, a movie, that's but... a, yeah. Like I missed the movies during the pandemic, but now like post pandemic, I'm like, eh, I'll go every now and then. Right. It's not. It's not like as big a deal anymore, to be honest. Right. I know. Which I. Uh. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Early Bird Special right here on Rowan Radio with your hosts, Sam and Elle. And, you know, I don't know about you. I'm a big TV watcher most of the time. Depends on my mood. Sometimes I'll go, like, months without watching TV, to be quite honest with you. Um, But recently I've been, like, kind of watching a little bit of TV. Not really. But, like, there's a lot of shows that I, I consider guilty pleasures. And, like, I don't know. I probably shouldn't be feel guilty about watching them, but I do. One of the big ones is like Great British British Bake Off. But see that I feel like is a pretty common one. Yeah. But I get it. I get it. I also have those moments. I went home this week and there are a couple shows that while they're not necessarily shameful, as soon as my mom walked in the door, <laughs> yeah. I like needed to shut it off because I was like embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Great British Bake Off is like a very calming show to me. It's like something I can watch to just kind of chill. You know, I don't have to pay much attention to it, just be on in the background. Yeah. They're fun little voices and they're they do like they do pretty impressive stuff on that show though. It's like it's like it's a fun watch. I really I enjoy it. Right. I know several people who enjoy the Great British Bake Off. I've never seen it myself, but I can understand why that's like British people one are just fun to listen to. <laughs> yeah. Um but two, then like you're looking at cakes. Cooking shows have always been popular. That makes sense to me. Like Yeah. I don't know. I can, yeah. I could respect some Great British Bake Off. Yeah, reality shows in general tend to be like like I like what like mindlessly kind of watching them. Like I like mm-hmm. a lot of them are guilty pleasures for me. Um, also, like on the other side of the like recently, I've been getting into Grey's Anatomy, and it feels a bit like a guilty pleasure just because it's so out of my genre. Like I'm very much more a sci science fiction kind of person, but like it's just it's just like a really because it's so long. There's so much of it that it's just like the show I can put on and like be doing something else. Like and I don't have to pay attention to it. And, like, I'm only kind of, kind of, I'm only slightly invested in this show. Like, like I watch it, I'm like, oh, like, it's the same thing again. Like, honestly, like, this girl needs to, like, move on from this guy, from the guy. <laughs> like, Meredith Grey it, it is so out of, the, like, he need, she needs to move on. But that's, anyway, do you, do you, do you have any <laughs> guilty pleasure shows? 
Um, yes, I do actually. And I feel like it's the reality TV show is really where it gets yeah. into guilty pleasure zone. Um, I do have a show that I like, which is a ridiculous show um, called Escaping Polygamy. And it is a reality TV show that ran around like 2012, 2013, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it's about these three sisters and they escape <laughs> from a cult and they're helping other women escape polygamist cults. And I've never heard of this. It is just... The quality is so low of the show, <laughs> um, and it is the same format, same storyline every single time where it's like, oh, we're going to go in the night, and we're going to help this person escape, and there's going to be a little bit of struggle, but we're going <laughs> to do it, and that's what happens. It, the same thing happens every time, but I have watched four seasons of that's the show. <laughs> um, they also have a secret witness that they bring on, who's mm -hmm. supposedly still in the cult, who sends them these video messages. However, the video messages are very clearly produced in yeah. a TV studio, no. not by someone who's being really secretive about filming them living in a cult. Yeah. Um, like, they have the voice changer and the hoodie in, like, a dark room <laughs> with, like, yeah. the red lights. And they're never really telling any secret information or information that would be helpful to helping anyone escape. Mm -hmm. They just give background as to what it's like to live in the cult, <laughs> which the sisters who supposedly escaped from that same cult would already know. Right. It's a lot. It is a really silly show. But I am so invested. That's so funny. I've also been into Golden Bachelor lately. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Golden Bachelor is... I never watched The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. That was never my thing. Mm -hmm. But Golden Bachelor is The Bachelor, except for everyone is over 60 mm -hmm. years old. And that... I, I've been eating it up, I can't lie. Yeah, I, I can... <laughs> reality show's got that good stuff. Right. Like, they're so silly and so unimportant. So over the top, but in the best way. But I'm always so invested every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're listening to the Early Bird Special right here on Rowan Radio with your host, Sam and L. And though it's kind of a running joke at this point that we talk a lot about animals here on this show, but boy, are animals fun to talk about. And I've been thinking a lot about a very specific animal recently um, because I saw a video of this animal slowly creeping across a train platform in the dark and what I assume is a foreign country because they are not native to the United States. And that animal is the sloth. What a oh, fun little guy. Fun little guys. Freaky little guys. Sleepy little guys, which relatable. Yeah. Sleepiest guys on earth. Sloth, Sam, and then L. Yeah. Top three. But like sloths, they're longer than you think they are. Like you see like, you look at them hanging in a tree, you're like, oh, yeah, he's cute. And then, like, you see it slowly crawling out of the woods in the dark, and you're like, oh, that looks like a horror movie creature. So weird. Right. Especially with, like, the claws, too, at the end. Yeah. It's, oh, my gosh, no. They are really freaky. And they are. We were talking a little bit about this. Like, they are, they're, are they in Australia, sloths? No. But oh. <laughs> which is hilarious because they feel I feel like they would fit right in, or maybe they are. I don't think they are. I think they're South America, if I am rem remembering my animals correctly. But <laughs> Australia, like, because Australia is where all the weird ones are. Like, right? What is a kangaroo? Oh my goodness! What and, is that? And they're so mean too. Like, do you ever see the videos of them like trying to knock someone out? Yeah, they're like they're just boxers. Throw hands. Why yeah. do they have abs? Why do they have abs? What? What was, 
whoever you know whoever made these animals let's just call it god when god was making these animals like what came first australia or the rest of the world because australia was like just went absolutely wild you know what i mean like was he like bored it was like i'm done making all the normal ones so let's just go to this random island of the middle of nowhere and make the craziest things i've ever i can think of or was it like the training ground like let's make the really weird ones first to get it out of the way and then we can make the normal ones once i figure out how to do it right like australia feels either like a rough draft yes. or when you've been writing the paper for two hours and you just <laughs> want it to be over and so you just throw a bunch of nonsense on like the last page yep so that you can go to sleep absolutely <laughs> that's what australia feels like on the seventh day, God rested, but on the sixth day, at 11.59, he made Australia. <laughs> no, really, like, oh my God, like, why are the spiders that big? There's no, you don't need, uh, no spider needs to be that big. And so many reptiles, too. And yes. they're just in people's houses. Yeah. Like, do you ever see, like, that they're, like, in people's toilets? Mm. I don't, I have no business in Australia. Why do, like, why do we decide to live there? Why do people live there? I mean, it, I guess it's. It's not even that pretty. It's, like, mostly desert. The only good thing to come out of Australia to date is five seconds of summer. Oh, my gosh. Luke Hemmings. So true. <laughs> Thank you, God, for Luke Hemmings. Shout out to my favorite band. Let's go. <laughs> You're listening to the Early Bird Special right here on Rowan Radio with your hosts, Sam and Elle. And it is the Christmas season, basically. Uh, December is just on Friday. We've started playing our holiday music today. Um... And you know, Mariah Carey is literally defrosting <laughs> as we speak. Literally. She is literally defrosting. If you follow her on social media, you will have seen her very dramatic trailer for yeah. the Christmas season. Um, if you're on social media at all, you've heard her little jingle of it's time. <laughs> yeah. Literally the vault door opening and there she is in a block of ice, literally defrosting, like I said. Like Right. I think it has so like funny. Halloween characters too, like yeah. blowing the um hair dryers and stuff at the ice, trying to melt it for her and get yeah. her out. Um and so dramatic, but also so on brand. Yeah, very on brand for her, yes. Right. And we were watching it here in the studio. And if you, again, like, I go back to her social media so much because that's where so much happens anymore. Yeah. And I think, like, her last 10, 15 posts at least are all Christmas related. Yeah. She's saying, I'm defrosting. I'm here. It's Christmas season. When is the last time that Mariah Carey released music that was not Christmassy? I don't know. I, is that all she does now? Is she just Christmas? I mean, yeah, I feel like her, that's kind of her whole brand now. I mean, you know, when it's your main source of income like that, you might as well just milk the heck out of it, you know? Right. I feel like to be Mariah Carey and drop one Christmas song, like what, 20, 15 years ago now? Yeah, probably. And to just profit off that for the oh, rest yeah. of your life, I, I got to respect the hustle. I, I have to respect it, yeah. but... What? I think the hype is wearing off. I feel like the, like the last couple of years, everyone was like really into it. But now it's like kind of like too much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, doesn't she? She does like parades and stuff too around Christmas time. Yeah. She's, to I think, touring currently. Oh, my goodness. I feel like it's when, you know, like when a show is coming to the end and the actors start like writing books and then they're <laughs> going on tour with the book. 
And it's, I feel like Dance Moms did that. Like, I do have a signed copy of Abby Lee Miller's book Mm -hmm. from when Dance Moms was, like, on the decline. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Because that's what people start doing is when things are coming to an end, they're like, well, let me just latch on to this one thing. And I'm just going to milk it right to the finish. Yeah. And so maybe Mariah's just going to do Christmas for the next couple years until she's ready to retire. I mean, it's valid, honestly. It's not not a bad way to go out, certainly. I I have a controversial opinion. I don't really like Christmas music. Oh, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, like, not my thing. I don't know. Like, you know, when you're in the mood, when you're doing something, like, Christmassy and for the holidays, I'll, you know, it's fine. But, like, I don't know. I don't really go out of my way to listen to it. I just don't really... I don't thoroughly enjoy it the way I think a lot of people do. See, I can respect that, but I I never seek out Christmas music. Yeah. That's when it comes like you're going to get sick of it. Mm-hmm. But I love when I'm in the car or I'm out and about and some Christmas music comes on. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to me, I love it. Yeah. Like, do you have a favorite Christmas song? Even if it's not like your favorite thing to listen to. Yes. Is What is your holiday song? Then? The one by Wham. Um, I can't remember what it's called at the moment, but it's that one. Okay. I feel like I know what you're talking about, and that's a solid choice. Yeah. I can never remember. I get NSYNC and Backstreet Boys confused all the time because <laughs> yeah. they were before my time. Um, however, the Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's catchy. I love that one. I love it. The music video for it is <laughs> also amazing. And then... The a little, little spunky, a little sassy Christmas rapping by the mm-hmm. waitresses. Come yeah. on now. Come I remember now. the first line of the way mom. It's music's up. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. That's it. Okay. Yep. 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 We do not need to be singing on. No. <laughs> on the mic. So we'll leave that to the to the <laughs> But I hope you all enjoyed our musical stylings. <laughs> this early bird. <laughs> Rise and shine, everyone. It's the Early Bird Special here on Ron Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. My name is Jack Miller, and uh, I'm riding you solo today uh, with this Early Bird Special. Carrie could not make it today, last minute. Uh, she got uh, she was reportedly sick this morning, so I'm riding this show solo for you guys today. Um, but Thanksgiving was very good for me. I'm, I'm going to do this show as I would, but I'm just going to do this by myself pretty much. Spotify Wrapped came out uh, yesterday, surprisingly. Usually it comes out usually on the first, second, maybe third day of December. I was expecting it to come out later this weekend. But if you don't know what Spotify Wrapped is, Spotify Wrapped is pretty much a year in review uh, of your Spotify listens. So it breaks down like the top artists you listen to, your top five songs, the most played songs you've had this year. Uh, it even dove into um, a breakdown by month of how much you listen to an artist. And some of the artists it said like I was I listened to them in the most in June, or I listened to them in the most in March, or I listened to them the most in August. So it was pretty cool breakdown that they had this year. They always try to add new things to it, and. Uh, it was pretty cool. I was surprised with my list. Uh, I surprisingly had more uh, or less minutes than last year, and I definitely thought I listened to more music this year. This year I had 31,000 minutes listened on Spotify, and it's been more in the past. Back-to-back years, I think it was 48,000 minutes. But let me know how, uh, how, how you think your Spotify wrapped went. I thought it was a little weird how I had 
my top artist was Juice World, but the problem was I had no top five songs that I listened to by Juice World. I thought it was interesting. But I wanted to talk, uh, we always talk about Disney at around this time when I'm with Carrie. Carrie's not here today. She's unfortunately sick. Um, so I'm just going to talk about what we usually do for Christmas. I got a, We have a, a Disney trip coming up. Uh, in about a month, actually. We usually always go for New Year's. Uh, I can't believe it's already the, the the last day of November. Tomorrow is December. It's it, Time's going by very fast. But anyways, usually we go uh, to visit my uh, my grandparents' house down in, uh, in Central Florida. And then we usually stay there till around Christmas. And then we drive over uh, to... Disney World. We usually fly down, but then we'll uh, we'll get an Uber over to Disney World, which is only about an hour, hour and fifteen away from my grandparents' house. And then usually we go to three parks in around a week. We'll from like the twenty sixth to the second of January. We'll we'll go down, and every other day we'll do a park so our our feet don't don't collapse under us. So uh, we have done days where we would do three parks in a row. Those would be some very rough days for our feet. Uh, Disney World isn't pleasant if you have bad feet. So, um, but yeah, I, I I'm always a huge fan of Disney World when it comes to going to Magic Kingdom first. When you go to Magic Kingdom first, that's when you it's like that that moment where you're like, yeah, I'm I'm here. This now I know I'm in Disney World. When you go to Magic Kingdom first. Um, it, I think my favorite ride has to be at Disney World now. It has to be Tron. I went on Tron this summer, and Tron is a really, really fun ride. If you haven't been on Tron, I highly, highly recommend you going on the Tron ride, uh, if you go down there in the next, uh, whenever your next trip may be for Disney World. Um, but yeah, I, I, Disney World never, never disappoints, especially around Christmas time. There's a lot of Christmas layovers as well, um, for some of the rides, and uh, Space Mountain definitely has one of the best Christmas layovers. It has like some very rock Christmas music that um, will play with some Christmas lights in the in the background as well as you're uh, zooming through space. It's very fun. Eighty nine point seven WGLS FM. My name is Jack Miller, and Carrie is not here today. But uh, I've been doing the whole so- uh, show solo. But uh, uh, one of my friends came in. Uh, Kareem Gali is in here uh, do, helping out with the early bird for the rest of the hour. I don't know if you've tuned into the early bird but um, on Thursdays, but at this time we always do Florida Man of the Week. I come up with a Florida Man story and uh, we talk about it and see what the people in Florida, uh, what uh, kind of what's going on with them. Um, there's been past stories of a guy trying to get away from the cops um, it, by cartwheeling away. Uh, he had a lawnmower as uh, some other guy had a lawnmower as his getaway vehicle. Um, and today's story is apparently thousands of gun owners in Florida were planning on shooting down Hurricane Irma. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so they were going to pull out their guns and start to shoot the hurricane. Just to prevent the hurricane from affecting their home. Well, I'm not sure that's how that works. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, Jack. Um, it, it, these these Florida men get they get interesting and interesting every day. I mean, there's another one that we did last a uh, few months ago. I think it was maybe two months ago, where a guy he didn't get his food his food order right. 
he had like a pet alligator and just threw it in the Wendy's drive-through window. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I feel like that's a bit of an overreaction, but, but like, hey, I guess if you're hungry, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he wanted his food right. He wanted his uh, four for four uh, on the money, you know. So. I guess you're not you when you're hungry, huh? <laughs> yeah, but the Florida—I mean, Florida men—they get crazier and crazier every week. Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS FM. I'm one of your co-hosts, Aiden Dockerty with my other co-host across from me, Justin Locke, on this early bird special here in December. December 1st, officially today. We're in Christmas season. I usually are after Thanksgiving. But we wanted to talk about some things that actually have dropped. Uh, the the new Hunger Games movie. We, we haven't seen it, but we can just kind of talk about it for a little bit. And then also... Squid Games, the famous show that they came out with a reality show for, and I got to start to watch it. But I'll first touch on the Hunger Games because it seems interesting. Because I got news yesterday that it's actually about the eighth Hunger for Hunger Games ever. So it's like before the original four, which is weird. Because I asked, like, is, is Katniss Everdeen like in the in it? No, because she's like not even born yet. So it's like a little weird to me, Justin. But like, why the eighth? Why not the first? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll find out if we watch. I mean, but. Few, some people we knew at the station thought it was the first, and they were kind of mm-hmm. debating it back and forth a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I saw the Hunger Games movies back when they came out, probably around ten years ago, I believe. The last, or maybe seven, eight years, the last one did, and it was a good series. And now they're kind of trying to go back on it and kind of touch more on the story. And obviously, they're this is. Is this about the first book? I, I, I don't know how to follow the book. I man. actually don't. No, I don't know, man. I, do, I just don't. I don't understand anything about it. Think, I think the each, each uh, first couple of movies with uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Josh Hutcherson, like those got like the original cast, I feel like that was about the, the main books that all these kids were reading at that time. Like, mm-hmm. But I don't know about this one right now, what book that is. I have no uh, idea. I got no clue. But, yeah. Yeah, I have no clue. Maybe I'll watch the movie, but. I did watch part of the Squid Games reality show, and it, it seems interesting. It, it, I mean, I'm not a big reality show person. Again, I really only watch sports, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it feels scripted, but it kind of does by my eyes. But again, I don't watch any of it at all, like any reality shows or any of those type of shows. But the Squid Games original season was interesting, and I didn't know it was a reality show. I just thought season two of it dropped, but it's a reality show, and it seems interesting. It seems pretty cool. They play some of the games, and you know, it's a reality show, so there's a lot of you know. How many people started off on it? Uh, it's same amount, four hundred fifty-six. Wow. Um, so it was kind of interesting, and and they don't they don't get killed like they do in the the, the original show, the Squid Games. They just get yeah. like eliminated or something. Yeah, it's it's not crazy. It, it's it can be interesting just because you know it, Squid Games is very entertaining. The idea of it was very entertaining, but. I'm a little disappointed because I thought it was season two when I clicked on it. Because that was like actually a show I actually enjoyed and, and was willing to watch. I hopefully it comes out soon. Radio 89.7 WGLS FM. I'm one of your co-hosts. Aiden Doctor and Mother Co-hosts. Across from me, Justin Locke on this early bird special Friday edition in December 1st. And around this time of the year, we talk about, we've talked about the Christmas season. But around this time of the year, Spotify and Apple Music usually drop their yearly, what, are you, what do you call it, listeners, I guess, where pretty much... It will tell you who your most listens to listen to artists are. It'll drop it right around here for the year. And if if you guys didn't know that, you can you have Spotify or Apple Music, you can go check it out. Apple Music dropped today. I think Spotify was what a couple days ago, Justin. I think it I think it was a couple days ago. Yeah, it was uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, it was on Wednesday. And Apple Music always does it on December first. And that's where we stand today. 
And should I do my top five or yeah? Because I already, I told you what my top five was. So my number one's Rod Wave. Um, that's my guy. Uh, a little bit of R and B. Uh, number two, Olivia Rodrigo. Um, love Olivia Rodrigo. She's listening. Um, I love I love her. But number three is Juice World. Uh, may he rest in peace. I still love his music. Uh, he used to be a classic for me, um, and still is. Still is. Uh, number four, Lil Uzi Vert. Love Lil Uzi, Philly kid. Um, and yeah, he's uh, he's great. Number five, Kid Cudi, which is a surprise for me because again, I he literally is only on here because of one song, and it's Mr. Ranger because of Ranger Suarez on the Phillies. Uh, it's his warm-up song, and it's a it's an amazing warm-up song. And when the Phillies were making that run, I, I played it almost. I played it like seven times when he was if he was pitching that day. Uh, cause, but I'll do my six and seven just because I feel like it defines me. Kanye West at six, uh, and then Lil TJ at seven. I've been listening to Lil TJ for a bit. Um, he's still he's still he's still hanging on. Yeah, I mean my uh, my number one for my top five, no surprise, uh, is Drake. Two, I got Lil Baby. Three Future, Four Polo G, and Five Kendrick Lamar. Do you have your top songs uh, ready? I do have my top songs. Uh, so my number one is Alone by Rod Wave. That sounds so depressing. That sounds so depressing. But Alone by Rod Wave, that song is just such a banger. And uh, I actually haven't even played it, I feel like, in a little bit. So I might actually have to play it after this. Um, and then Street Runner 2, Got It Right. At three, Fight the Feeling, all by Rod Wave, by the way. <laughs> uh, my top four is all Rod Wave uh, songs. And then number five is Mr. Rager by Kid Cudi, the song I just talked about a couple um, about a minute ago. Nice. Uh, my top five, I have The Ride by Drake at one. Two, I got Breaking Point by Leon Thomas, the third. Uh, if you don't know Leon Thomas, that's uh, Andre from Victoria. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, three, I have Somewhere Only We Know by, I believe, by Keen or Kane. I don't know what that uh, pronunciation is. And then No Up Left Behind by 21 Savage. That's been a new one for me. And then five, didn't have her on my top five, but I do have Vampire in my fifth top song of the year. Mm, there you go. So definitely uh, some interesting take. Oh, obviously, we knew Rod Wave and Drake would be our number ones. You want to know, I, look, I actually have my top 15 on here. Guess how many are Rod Wave? I'm assuming 12 of the 15. 14. <laughs> the only one that's not Rod Wave. But I feel like it, it lies you a little bit because I've listened to a lot of Olivia Rodrigo, and I feel like I've listened to – the only problem is her album dropped in September, so – Half like I'm missing like half the year, so yeah. And the and listening, uh, it's are the tracking stops on Halloween. Oh, it does. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's I've, why I, it takes forever. It takes like almost a whole month for them to put it together. Like, I've been diving. I've been diving a little bit Rodrigo a little more this month. The seasonal uh, thing they call not depression, but you know, it's like I feel like she she fits with the winter. The the vibes of, you know, just go go listen. You'll you'll understand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sierra Bird Special, the Friday, December 1st edition in 2023. Just like and Aiden Doc here on this again cold morning, Aiden. And we already know what the segment is, new listeners. You already know what it is. Would you rather segment here around this later part of the hour? So, first, what I got for you Would you rather live somewhere it rains most days or somewhere where it never rains ever? Um. Where it rains most days. I think if I lived where it never rained, it, I just don't know if I really like it. I mean, I don't mind the rain. Uh, I think you sleep better in the rain. So, hey, man. I'll t- I think we've, uh, once you hit that 18-plus age, 
you, know, you appreciate your sleep a lot more in that rain. I mean, I sleep well in the rain, so you, I'm you wouldn't have to worry about the rain if there wasn't rain. Yeah, but there. What, what's there really to worry about? I mean, I ain't afraid of no water. I'll, you just got dodged raindrops, bro. Just right. dodge it <laughs> for sure. For sure. Would you rather empty a swimming pool using just a fork or get in a swimming pool for half an hour with a jellyfish? What? How big is a swimming pool? The average swimming pool that you've been in. <laughs> Dog, that fork. Ground. I'm going to have to cook with that fork, bro, because I'm not. You, you don't, please don't put me in, in no jellyfish, please. Because, dude, I mean, they, I mean, I don't know how fast they swim, but, like, I know I don't swim fast. And I'm sure, you know, the average pool, it's not big enough for the both of both of us, me and the jellyfish. Gotcha. So would you rather have to share a bed with a walrus or an eel? An eel? Aren't eels, like, the ones that, like, zap you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take the walrus, man. I'm, I'm sure the walrus is, uh, is a good dude. The eel, nah, man, eels look weird. I'm going to have to look up what an eel looks like after this. I just know, like, they look like, what, like, long black snakes, pretty much? Yeah. Yeah, like in the ocean. Mm-hmm. All right, so would you rather be magical but live in, on Earth or live in a magical land but have no powers? <laughs> um, I'd rather live here with the magical powers, man, because, I mean, I'm different than everybody else, right? So I'm... I can, if anybody gets me mad, like, they're going to learn today, you know? <laughs> what, what kind of magical powers are we talking about, though? I don't know. I mean, try to think. Maybe, I don't know, you can... Like, are we talking about, like, super speed type things, or... Yeah, you could say... Just, like, I can, like, cast spells. Maybe both. Yeah, give me that, man. All right. So, would don't. you rather fight off a kangaroo or a badger? Wait, not a kangaroo, that's for sure. I mean, the badger's hard, but, like, that kangaroo can kick and kill me in an instance. I mean, I, that kangaroos don't, they don't mess around, especially if they got, like, a, especially if it's a mom. Yeah, we're cooked. Well, I'm cooked in this situation. They'll just, they'll just back kick me in. I'll just fly, like, 50 yards and yep. die instant impact. So, I guess it's a, we go one-on-one with a badger. Make sure you wake up Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. for the Early Bird Special on Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM, and also online at rowanradio.com.